the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Forgive me if I sound a little funny. I'm using a second-rate computer to do a second-rate broadcast as far as equipment goes because my equipment is no bueno. No bueno. So I'm doing the best I can. Um, with that said, I sound rather like I'm in a tin can. And if that's the case, forgive me. It's not my fault. I've asked help for help, and I can't get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, first and foremost, out of the gate, it is another she-loves-me-not kind of day. Markets are hitting all-time highs because we kind of think, we kind of assume, we kind of believe that a trade deal is going to open China back up for business with the United States, and the United States back up for business with uh, China, and the whole world would be like, whew, sweet. Number one and number two are getting along, and the big boys are doing it. The problem is China's saying, not so fast. Chinese officials are troubled by Trump's comments that there was no agreement on phasing out tariffs. China said earlier this month that the two sides have reached an agreement on the tariff rollback. However, Trump said a week ago he has not agreed to scrap tariffs. She loves me. She loves me not. The market hits an all-time high. The market says, what's going on here? It's fatiguing. Doing the same story again and again and again for what the market's doing. How about we talk a little Kylie Jenner? In a truly stunning, I can't believe America has created these people, maneuver, Kylie Jenner sells majority stake in her makeup and skincare business to a company called Cody. Probably not a company in, probably not a company. Let's kill the sound effects. It doesn't work when we're on Skype. Cody said it would pay $600 million for majority stake in Kylie Jenner's makeup and skincare business as it looks to tap into the reality TV star's huge, huge social media reach, driving shares in the company up 5%. Um, Kylie Jenner's been kind of a moneymaker for herself and for the cosmetics industry and for companies like Instagram and, at one point in time, Snap. She's a major influencer. If you ever want to look at influencers, she's probably the queen. She's the Cersei, so to speak, of makeup. It's tough to put that. Like, it's really weird to say that. She's the youngest billionaire out there, I believe, unless someone else has come up and usurped her. I think she got there way faster than Mark Zuckerberg. But don't quote me on that one, because that one I'm going off kind of vague memory. And without being able to use my computer, because I'm using it for Skype, I don't have anything I can look at. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. I'm in the dark. Jenner is the youngest sibling of the clan Kardashian. 
<laughs> That's about right, isn't it? Um, she's done some like just fantastic smash hit kind of stuff. She started with the lipstick kits in 2015. Kits sold out within minutes of launching, an early sign of the power of her 270 million plus media following. 270 million people on social media following her. That's unbelievable. Kylie Cosmetics had about $177 million in revenues in the last 12 months. She is a modern-day icon. And I just throw that out there, and I'm done. The show's over, everyone. Turn off the lights on your way out. Not quite. Ford's first all-electric vehicle is a smash hit that is getting love from the king of electric vehicles, Elon Musk. The Mustang Mach-E is a fully electric crossover. It's got some cool features in it. Uh, 332 horsepower, 417 pounds of torque, which I know is pretty good. I, it, it's strong, right? Forgive me for not knowing more about cars. It runs somewhere between $43,000 and $60,000. And even though Musk could send a tweet like, good job, Ford, that looks great. It still makes you question, how much longer does Tesla have this whole aura that others don't? Because in my book, and this is not terribly fair, Ford's catching them. As far as quality electric vehicles go, as far as innovation, maybe they're emulating and copying. Maybe Tesla has something up their sleeve. Nothing up this sleeve. Well, let's see the other sleeve. Oh, you caught me. So this is the big stories of the day. As far as China, Kylie Jenner, not a lot. And I'm not going to say there's not a lot going on, but we're out of earnings season. We're pre-Thanksgiving. Wall Street's starting to think, mmm, turkey. Uh, my mother's sick, so I'm going to take a couple days off and help her get this. And just for the sake of disclosure, my mom's got diabetes and she's old. And as you get older, it just stinks. And it's expensive. So she's been in a home now for a few years. And she's getting the right medication, but yet her diabetes is still progressing. When she was in her own home without the help of a doctor and without the help of care, she wasn't able to do her medicines right. That's pretty humbling, in my opinion, as far as the cause of, how do we say this? Not the cause of aging, but the cause, how it's just, you don't have money, you don't have a job. Like, if my mom still worked, she never really worked. She was a housewife, but that's really work, right? Um, maybe she would have been able to hold off diabetes a little bit longer. But she got lethargic when she had a couple strokes. And lethargy makes diabetes a no-no. So let's see. President Trump says he's willing to testify in his impeachment testimony, or in his impeachment case. And I say, please. Uh, there will be no end to the entertainment. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, U.S. Tre uh, Treasury Department, Lightseeker, Trade Representative, Vice Premier. They're saying constructive discussions, but China's saying not, not really so much. So we got that going on. There's a belief that the SP 500 earnings growth are at or near a bottom. Hmm. So the market's at all-time highs. Earnings kind of needs China. This is not good. 
trade situation is creating a situation where the Grinch, who stole Christmas, can sneak in? Or will it be Rudolph, who saves Christmas? Or is Rob using analogies that are just not good? That's probably fair, too. Today is a day that looks ready to start on a mixed note, because there is that kind of hope that a deal gets done. Oh, man. So Ford versus, was it Ferrari, the movie this weekend? was a pretty big hit. You know who owns them? Who, or who made that movie? Fox, who D- Disney bought. Another weekend where Fox dominates. Charlie's Angels 3, not so much. Disney Plus is going to be a smash hit. Um, I've heard, I've talked to my partner, and she's told me moms are talking about it. Like it's big uh, in the mom community with children. So the idea of being able to, I guess, have a babysitter 24 7, 365 with all those Disney films, Pixar films, and Marvel superheroes. They got kids covered from age zero to 17, right? Do we ever grow out of superhero movies? I think not, but it is what it is. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. Don't be shy. 800-516-1220. You can find me online at robbackshow.com. Don't email me now because my computer's using the radio show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about as long as it kind of has a vein in money. I think that's fair to say. Um, getting a big nest egg is, it seems really odd. That That's my purpose in life is to push you on that. I don't think it's that difficult, but it depends on how much income you make. I'm going to be visiting the East Coast to see my mother, and oddly enough, my sister lives there and was talking to her. and. We are all made up differently, financially speaking. She is so frugal. Um, I think it's a good thing. So with her kids, it's a lot of secondhand clothes because they grow so fast. I'm actually a big fan of secondhand. If you go to a thrift store, I know this is going to sound horrible, or I don't even know what they're called. Some They're all called slightly different. Goodwill, thrift store, that kind of thing. Um, you can get a lot of good stuff if you go like into Palo Alto or into Menlo Park. Um, I can't say that it's something I do a lot, but if I need a ski jacket for a kid, heck yeah, because you can get like a three hundred dollar jacket for three bucks. It's uh, sometimes with the tag still on. It's pretty insane, but again, that may be your thing. That may not be your thing. The ability to save money is just as important as the ability to invest money, which is just as important to earn money. A friend of mine I found out this weekend is going through his second divorce. The first one was very costly. The second one had a prenup, but don't think that's not costly either. And again, it's not about the guy getting quote-unquote screwed or hosed or taken. It's just financially... uh, Marriage is not a good idea if you're going to get a divorce. It's very, very costly. 
and um, it changes your your the way you invest. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. There's a lot of good apps out there, and I'm not against them. I just can't vet them all. I'm not a tech reviewer, per se, and I don't want to be. One of the ones that has done incredibly well, incredibly fast, is a, comp- a, call, uh, a financial app called Personal Capital. Now, I talk about credit karma on the show for years because I've been using it. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple. One of the things I like about it is I can see my account balances in my credit cards without going to like five different credit card companies. I can see my account balances on my mortgages without going to five different mortgage company websites. It's a pretty good centralized view of what I got. Now people are like, whoa. I saw that some Google, no, 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 how do I say it? I saw that some Fitbit users are throwing their Fitbits in the trash, not recycling them, bad idea, but because they don't trust Google. I, to do what I do and to follow what I'm trying to push out, you have to have some faith that if you get hacked, it's not going to end the world. I feel more comfortable with digital security than I do with a piece of cow leather in my back pocket with the information printed on the card. People who walk around with their social security number in their wallet, fools. <laughs> Not only now are you getting the situation where you could lose your credit cards, but you're giving up the social security number and might as well put your password in there too, if you know what I'm saying. I assume passwords have been hacked every year. It's just an assumption of mine. I tend to change my passwords every three to six months. And while I'm at it, I try to you know close old accounts. It is a process. It is a six-pack of beer kind of day. And what I mean by that is you start at 9 a.m. and you go through website after website after website after website. And yes, I have a uh, ledger that has all of the websites that I have passwords on so that I can change them. It is a strange thing to go through that process. But I just assume it's all been hacked. I don't know what has and hasn't. And I've had more than once my computer tell me, you've been hacked, which I think is a hack in of itself, right? Oh, genius, genius scam I saw this weekend. A friend of mine wanted to go to the San Jose Sharks game because they've been playing better of late. And she got online on Craigslist, found some tickets that were cheap. Called the guy or emailed the guy, and the guy said, um, two tickets, 130 bucks. And they were $130 tickets, so it should have been 260 And he goes, here's my PayPal account, just send the money. And the person was that close to sending the money. Sounds legit. It's on Craigslist. It looks like a ticket. It looks like everything. It could have been legit. But the, she called back and said, hey, can you give me a call? I just want to hear a human voice. Never heard from him again. That's insane. My mom, and now again, that's a normal, healthy, smart Bay Area person, right? My mother has an issue where she's not normal or healthy, and yet she still gets phone calls. And it goes something like this, Mrs. Black, would you like the opportunity to get a million-dollar life insurance policy for just $300? She's 80-plus years old, and of course. We just need you to send the money here, and we'll issue that policy. She's like, I'll, I'll leave it to my little girl, my little Susie. 
And uh, she calls me and she's all excited. I'm like, please tell me you didn't send any money. Please tell me you didn't send any money. Because she, she's not smart enough to figure out there's not a real person on the other end. Isn't it insulting when you say your mother's not smart enough? Am I a bad person? Or should I research my words a little bit better? So I was talking about the app called Personal Capital. It helps you see where you're spending, what you're saving, and how you can save more. It's not my favorite app. Having played with it, I know someone who works for the company. I'm not doing her any favors. I'm not getting any kickbacks. I'm not doing anything like that. Uh, when you hear me voice a commercial for Shinyun, I didn't get paid for that. I'm doing it out of the favor of my heart, but uh, they're a pretty good sponsor and a pretty good show. But you get the idea here. Personal Capital does a nice job. Uh, but again, you have to have that, and this is how the segment kind of went a little darker into you know piracy and issues and people stealing people's money. Um, I like apps for like really small challenges. And this would probably make CFP Chad Burton's blood boil. But to save your first 100000 I don't think you need to go to Schwab or TD Ameritrade or anything like that. I think you can use it, things like Robinhood and personal capital. Um, I love Schwab and TD Ameritrade. They're great companies. Fidelity. I, I got in a relationship with Fidelity. I got a relationship with TD Ameritrade. Don't have one anymore with Schwab, but I used to. But personal capital, not a bad... Like if you were to say, hey... I'm in my 20s. I'm going to use this stupid little app, and I'm going to make my first 100000 and then I'm going to try to get smarter about it. That's a pretty good goal. It's like that Acorns app that's everywhere. It's a pretty easy way to save money by rounding up your purchases. They're all pretty good apps. I like. I think there's an app out there called Countdown to Zero, which is the day you retire. I've never looked at it, but I've heard good things. Consult a broker advisor for taking action on anything ever mentioned on the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing in more, boy. Did I just really do that? I just did. I'm going to have to be my own human sound effect reel because I'm not using a computer. My computer is being used to run the show. I'm in trouble. Um, one of the questions I got over the weekend, and again, I feel like your financial uncle. I don't know. Does that sound about right? The guy who's not quite a teenager, not quite a 20-something, 30-something. He's not quite old as dirt, so I'm kind of the easy one to talk to. Remember your aunt or uncle that you would go to when your mom and dad kind of freaked you out? Consider me that financial guy. So the holidays are coming up. I know, I know, I'm a bad example because, and I say this with respect, I've got a pretty good amount of wealth. I'm not being cocky. I'm not being arrogant. I don't really have to watch my spending as long as it doesn't get too out of control. Like if I'm buying $100 gifts or $50 gifts, I'll be okay no matter what. But I'm buying someone a car, a brand new car. I would get in trouble. But the question I got was, what about using a 0% interest credit card to buy holiday gifts for my friends and family? First and foremost, if they're friends and family, they don't really need a gift from you. That's your uncle talking. He's had a couple too many. Second, it may make you feel good, 
but it may be financially a very bad decision for you. And it's easy to get caught up in that. You buy a gadget when you don't need it. You get gifts for relatives you rarely see. You end up spending a lot more than you can during the holiday period. This next 60 days is rough on people. Going through Thanksgiving and Christmas without busting the bank because you got time off. I remember at one point in time, shortly after college, <clears throat> I was starting my business on the East Coast, and a friend of mine came out to San Francisco. And uh, I think we might have had a crush on each other way back, way back in the day, college and high school years. And uh, she came home and she visited her mom, which is interesting to note. She recently said, I'm, I will never go, never ever go back to Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. There's just nothing there. I kind of agree, but I'm totally digressing. I remember her saying that she's totally over it. And the friends and family thing, like she's kind of done. She's focused on her own family. And um, I just remember how special it was. Like she was, she came back from San Francisco in like super cool clothes, expensive clothes. And uh, all I wanted to do was talk to her. I thought that was kind of like cool that life had, you know, taken us this far in life and we still knew each other. So <clears throat> she came bearing gifts is what, I, uh, what I'm getting across. Black Friday. I agree with Mark Cuban. That's a good day to shop if you're going to buy things in life. Cyber Monday is a good day to shop if you're going to buy things in life. You got to be a little careful because let me tell you a little trick that they do. A lot of the deals are getting rid of inventory, right? You know that if you want a high-end video game machine, that's probably not going to go on sale um, as far as the highest end. They'll throw in like a bundle because they want to like move some software while they're at it. So suddenly you're like getting more than what you really wanted. You're not getting that pure thing. The high end will typically sell on its own. The video games won't. So they package them together. Like if you get an Xbox, you get NBA 2K. I don't really want NBA 2K, but it's a way of them getting some value extraction and getting NBA 2K to help pay for the loss or the good deal. Same thing with TVs. If you want the best TV, you're not going to get it on Black Friday. You're going to get the model that didn't quite sell terribly well that they want to get rid of. So if you're going to be shopping on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or Singles Day or Amazon Prime Day, just make sure you really want the item. Now, should you use a 0% credit card, also known as a deferred interest credit card, I'm okay with it. I am, as long as you know what you're getting into. Especially for big tickets like refrigerators or uh, televisions. The catch is that if you owe even a few dollars after the promotional period ends, so you need to read the details, when does the promotional period end? If you owe just a few dollars or late making a payment, you'll not only owe the interest on the remaining balance, and it'll be super high, but you'll also have to pay interest on the amount you've already paid off. It's a little bit tricky. And anything that you purchase between now and the, the time that it pays, uh, anything that you purchase after you have that like transfer period, that gets serviced first. It's pretty insane the way they work. Credit card companies, eh, I'm not going to say credit card companies are the problem, but because they're lending you money, but they want to make money. 
retailers say interest-free period usually ranges from 6 to 24 months, given budget-conscious shoppers. Kind of an option. Time to pay off the purchase. But the problem is, sometimes we get into this, well, I have a 0% interest card for, let's say, 24 months. And let's say you get a kick-in refrigerator and washer-dryer. And you're like, okay, if I do 100 and let's say the total is $2,400. $100 a month, I can do that, no problem. For 24 months, two years, got it. And that way I'm able to finance my big ticket purchase. The problem is, if something happens to you or your ability to earn income or service that debt between now and 24 months, and you can't say that it won't happen because it usually does. Looking back at some of the business decisions that, uh, like personnel decisions, sometimes you hire people and they're just great people. And then something happens in their life, maybe a divorce or maybe financial stress, and they just get a little bit stressful. Something always happens. Very rarely is life perfect for people, right? So don't bite off more than you can chew. And I have no problem with you doing the deferred interest rate for 0% balance transfer. Just know you're probably going to mess it up. I've never done one because of that. Let's see if, I, if that's true. Probably, but I don't think I have. And companies like Nordstrom, uh, Nordstrom and Macy's, when they do a credit card for you, it's not a bad deal to do a store card if you're going to do a big purchase. Get 10% off today if you open up a card. The kicker is, is you have to close that card. You have to pay it off and close it because they're going to start marketing to you hard. They're going to sell your information hard. They're not giving you that, that discount because they like you. They want to make money off you. Money, money, money. Money. Oh, I hate that song. I hate all songs about money except for Shake Your Money. Ford's first all-electric SUV comes at a pivotal time. They're taking deposits now for, I think, a 2021 delivery. And reviews are pretty solid on the thing. Uh, makes you wonder. It was, it was fascinating. I was talking to someone that, uh, yesterday. And they have the belief that electricity is bad for the environment. I'm like, worse than natural gas? Because uh, we're talking about cooking on natural gas. And I'm fascinated that electric has made such a headway in to electric's making a headway in on natural gas stoves. I love cooking with flame. I don't know why I like cooking with flame, but I love cooking with flame. Even though like that little, you know, wire thing that turns red on the broiler through electricity, it still cooks, it still does a good job. But I just don't like the the oven tops, right? Where am I going now with this? Oh, <clears throat> The electric vehicle, the Ford. I, I think we could all say that electricity could be created with solar power and wind power, so it should be, in theory, possibly cleaner. But I'm not getting into what's the best of the best uh, when it comes to environmental issues, because people get mad at me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Remember last week, we talked a little bit about Xerox making a deal on HP. That's a fascinating story. First and foremost, Xerox was the king of technology in the 70s and early, oh, let's say late 70s, early 80s. And then HP um, 
they did it in a garage and look what they've done. And they sold computers and at one point in time they're like, okay, now we've sold computers. Let's let's start an enterprise business because we can go in and consult businesses and give them computers and teach them how to use it. The 80s and 90s was just an amazing time for productivity. And that allowed companies like HP and companies like IBM to get enterprise relation businesses going, of which neither one of them have done a great job at it. HP was founded by Bill Hewitt and Dave Packard, 1939. Holy mackerel. Their first product was an audio oscillator. And one of their first customers was Disney. Like the company? No, like Walt Disney. Disney used the oscillator to test audio equipment in the 12 specially equipped theaters showing Fantasia in 1940. HP's got a fascinating history. And to see, I'm 92 years old, IBM saying, I want to buy a hot 93-year-old HP. It's almost like, uh, where's Salesforce? Where's uh, Microsoft? They don't even care about it. Want nothing to do with a company that was founded in a Palo Alto garage or the company IBM? The men in black. Before there was Will Smith, there was IBM. It's interesting that that's the mergers and acquisitions we're getting right now. And HP basically said no to Xerox, which I'm 92 years old. I don't need to be married to you, is what it feels like. It's showing you that there's not a lot of sexiness in the mergers and acquisitions markets right now. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm stuck on this one a little bit in a not a good way. Cody is buying Kylie Jenner's cosmetics, Kylie Cosmetics, 51% stake for $600 million. Looking into a little bit more on her, she's 22 years old. And this is a smart move by Cody. Their stock is up. Now, there's beauty is a funny business because as I'm writing up a review of this, you know, I'm like, how old is she? And I'm trying to get all the data put together. Um, youngest billionaire. And then I, I look at her number of social media follows, and it's pretty frigging insane. This is a smart move by Cody. Now, it doesn't always necessarily end well. But the move to get her 250 million plus social media followers, that's a good purchase. I don't get the Kardashian aura. I don't get it. I've never seen a whole episode. I've seen like seconds of keeping up with the Kardashians and whatever spinoffs there are. They don't interest me. I don't have time for. But for Cody, and again, the beauty business is interesting because they don't. Have, they never say makeup company. It, it's it's literally a beauty company. And what female, and I'm just going to say it, sexist, there's not a lot of male makeup out there. I, I'm sure there is. But if there was a company that promises handsome by using their products, I'd be like, I'm interested in that. I want to look handsome. But beauty company Cody is on to something here. When you get people to buy your product, you sometimes get a customer for life. 
That's what Apple's trying to do with their phones, get a customer for life. They're throwing in services. Once you get that 50 gigs or whatever it is that you spend two bucks a month on for Apple storage, and your photos are automatically up, saved, you're like, sweet. What's surreal about it is Google has a product right next to it called Google Photos. It'll back up all your photos in kind of real time, right? When you have a Wi-Fi connection, free. But with Google, you cough up a lot of information that they're going to use to sell product to or to sell your information to people that want to buy your information. Nothing nefarious. I'm not against Google. I like a free business model. Um, I have to be careful what I say. I'm just trying to figure out. Um, I don't have a computer, so this is all coming off the top of my head. And uh, I have no data, and it really is starting to get quite old. So I think Cody's on to something smart. Once, oh, customer for life is where I kind of wanted to go with this. Kylie Jenner probably appeals to people under 25. Maybe 30. Some of the people who liked her when they were 20, she was 18 and they were 22, 23, they've aged with her. They go with it. Apple wants a customer for life. So does Cody. Think about some of the things that you're a customer for life for. Now, I get a lot of flack for this one. I like Nike running shoes. I've bought Nike running shoes every year, probably, for 30 years. Nike's stoked because they know I'm coming back next year. Think about some other things. Were you a Coke or Pepsi family? Did you stay a Coke or Pepsi family? And maybe you're in water now. What products do you stick with forever and ever and ever and ever and ever? In the radio industry, Illustrator from Adobe is a real popular way to edit software, to edit your uh, audio. Once you get that relation, it's even like Microsoft. I had a computer blow up. And I had to make the decision, do I want to get subscription Microsoft Outlook, seven bucks a month or whatever it is, or do I want to spend 200 bucks and get Microsoft Office? And it's mine. So you do the math and you're like, okay, seven bucks a month, but you're getting bundled stuff. So let's call that 15 a month if you include Outlook and Word, maybe in Excel. And you start doing the math and you start adding this up and you're like, Huh, I have to have my computer for four years. My last one lasted almost nine years. Customer for life. Because I'm so used to the way Microsoft Outlook works, it saves me time. I know there's better email clients out there. I don't want to know about them. Um, Toyota. A lot of people buy the same car again and again and again and again and again and again from the same dealer again and again and again and again and again. I think it's more usual that people stick with a brand in, in automobiles than, for instance, I once got a, I once broke my Toyota thing. I've owned different cars. I just realized I've owned a Nissan, but the one that I owned, and it was a hand-me-down, was a VW, and I'll never own a VW. A couple things. The car was crap. I don't trust the Germans. I got a little bit of French in my, my blood, and I just don't trust the Germans. I know you're saying, you're making a World War II joke. That's not funny anymore. It's still funny to me. It's still kind of uh, interesting to the people that were 
you know, handing out bonbons while the Germans marched in. And again, are you saying, do you think I'm really don't trust the Germans? Nein! No, I, it's, I don't. That's a joke. It's, I, there's lovely people who are German. But you kind of get in your head, like, um, that one VW experience that I had, I'll never do it again. And it's interesting because some people buy cars that are cute. I know people who've owned one of those little uh, Fiat's. Um, some people buy cars that are cute. Some people buy cars that are sexy. Some people buy cars that are reliable. I like a good old reliable car that's cheap to fix. That's why I like Toyotas. Uh, I want to get from point A to point B, and I want to have a good time at point B. I don't want the process to be anything but reliable. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We're talking about customers for life. Do you agree or disagree with me? Smart move by Cody signing up Kylie Jenner basically to be their spokesperson. Yeah, she's going to review some stuff, but she's going to be basically their spokesperson. I think it's a smart buy. Customers for life. Get the people putting on makeup early. We'll keep buying your product again and again and again. I'm Rob Black. 